Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. Um, I'm not sure if you're hearing the music there, but uh, well, well, anyways, we'll see about that later on. Uh, I'm your host, Sasha Marina, and you're tuned into the Sasha Marina Show. Uh, today, I have a very, very awesome guest. She goes by the name Cristina Anapao. I, uh, Cristina, I hope I am um, pronouncing that correctly for you. She is a Hawaiian actress. Um, the fact that she's a Hawaiian actress doesn't mean that she's just an actress like in Hawaii acting, it means that she was born, you know, that is her home, uh, you know, where where she was once grew up and um, where I'm sure people love her. <laughs> and uh, Christina has taken her talents uh, way beyond Hawaii. Um, currently living in Los Angeles, but I've, I've been kind of following her social networks and I know that she's um, overseas uh once in a while. So without further ado, we're going to be talking to Christina about her latest projects and um, whatnot. Hello, Christina. Uh, good afternoon to you. How are you? Hey, Sasha. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> good, good. Thank you very much for your time. So um, as I mentioned, Christina, you're from Hawaii. Um, how, how was it growing up in Hawaii? Oh, it's a, I mean, it's a beautiful place to grow up. Uh, there's a lot of wonderful activities to partake in, of course, you know, utilizing the environment. And I was lucky enough to have some really great opportunities in the performing arts and, and whatnot and in the arts in general uh, growing up there as well. And my, my parents uh, traveled with me a lot also. So um, it was a great it was a great childhood. And, um, you know, living in Los Angeles now has you know, from being raised in, in the tropics to Los Angeles, which is um, kind of deserty, uh, how was that, that climate change for you? Um, you know, I was 16 when I made the move out here, so I don't really remember that clearly. I think I was just so happy and excited uh, to be here. I, you know, even though Hawaii was a great place to grow up, by the time I was a teenager, I was definitely ready to get off the rock and, and get to the city. And, yeah, so I was just so excited to be in, in Los Angeles that um, I didn't notice any climate change. <laughs> I didn't seem to have any, any, have any ailments, or, you know, so I just, like, use, use more moisturizer or something. <laughs> I'm sure that was the least of your worries, of course. Uh, so let, let, let's go ahead and talk about why, I mean, Los Angeles to begin with. You, you've done quite, quite a lot, uh, especially in, in, in TV. Uh, you have some big names under your belt, young ladies. Uh, you know, one of them being also a new film that's coming out called The Altitudes. Tell us about this role of yours, because it seems to be something quite different of, compared to things you've done in the past. Uh, you know, how is it being the lead in this film and, um, I guess, just making it your own? Okay. Um, well, it's actually called Altergeist. Like, uh, it's okay. Alter is oldest in German and Geist is ghost. It's the oldest ghost. And <laughs> it was a wonderful experience. It's about, I, I play a character named Teresa, and she's a director-producer, and she, she takes her team of 
of filmmakers and ghost hunters up to this haunted winery to see what they can find in Northern California. And they definitely discover what they came for and a whole lot more. So it's it's very, very scary and exciting, entertaining. And I I do think the one thing that sets it apart, by genre, I mean, you know, horror, paranormal, that, that type of film, is that most of those films, you know, they're, they're, they focus a lot on being scary and entertaining, of course, but they kind of leave out character development and they don't care too much about cinematography always. And this film just does the extreme opposite. It's so entertaining and so scary, and then at the same time has really well-developed characters and beautiful cinematography. So it's sort of every everything in one for people and I think audiences are really going to love those elements as well and appreciate the additional depth and uh, and they're really going to like the film a lot. Well, I actually appreciate you like pointing out those those details, those uh, technical details in filmmaking and yes, you're, you're right, you know, um, I'm not a very big uh, fan of what it is, the horror genre because of that, mm-hmm. because it's, it's some of it or most of it is just rotating around the fact that, you know, we got to scare the audience and, and the people have to, you know, the actors have to seem scared, you know. There's not much development in the actual story for us to understand why that person's being scared in the first place. <laughs> so, right. um, you know, so that's true about that. Um, where was this was this film shot? Was it um, in, in Los Angeles? Was it overseas? We filmed it on location up in Sonoma. Mm-hmm. In Northern okay. California, so not not too far away. It was shot at Corbell Winery, which is based on true events that actually happened at Corbell. So okay. it was pretty amazing to be filming there. We filmed nights mainly for about a month. So it was. I wouldn't say it was really scary in real life, but it was it was pretty pretty awesome. I mean, it was just the energy was really cool and. Um, to actually be at the location where a lot of these hauntings happened was amazing. And, you know, and to get into a character like that, like you mentioned, it's, it's you know, it's, tra- it's based on true events. You know, th- how did you go about actually researching? Because I'm sure that besides just reading the script, uh, you know, as an actor, you want to know more. Um, mm-hmm. How did you go about, you know, actually getting into that character and really feeling, you know, that that's really what you're going through, you know? Well, the the writer director Teddy Serafian, who whose work I I was familiar with before, and who I really admired the, the way he writes female characters, and, and I loved I loved how he created Teresa. He wrote Terminator Three and Tank Girl, and if you think about those films, you can sort of think about that the female characters were very dimensional and and, and very well developed and, and strong, and you know um, had a lot more had a lot more facets than the average female character, I think. I think he does a really good job with that. And mm-hmm. and Alter Geist is no different. So, you know, he and I talked a lot about Teresa and 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 the whole with the whole cast too. We really worked on where our characters were before and, you know, where they were now and and it was a wonderful process. It was really fun to work with Teddy and and fun to bring Teresa to life. And and then beyond that as far as just being up there on set, you know, the security guards had stories. One of the producers, um, who was also our cinematographer, grew up in the area, and, you know, he had personal experiences as well. So there was no shortage of, of really cool um, firsthand experiences. And then just being at the location, 
you know, myself and and experiencing some of those things, just the feeling of that. It was it made it really easy to slip right into the character. Okay. Well, yeah. I I would imagine. I I could only imagine being inside a haunted winery. I'd be freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wouldn't even have to act much. <laughs> uh, hey, Christina, so um, the the trailer to, to, to this movie is available on YouTube. Um, when is it released for everyone's viewing pleasure? October 15th. It'll be out. Okay, perfect. And is it in select theaters, or, or do you have an idea of where the... Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what cities it's going to be in first, but it'll be in theaters. Okay, perfect. That is awesome. Congratulations. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, so moving on from that, um, you are known for for quite interesting role in True Blood. Uh, mm-hmm. how, you know, um, in the fourth and fifth season, how how is that experience for you? Because True Blood, I, I mean, I, I feel like it's it's kind of uh, the hype for the show has kind of died off now, but it was very very hype. I mean, uh, it was True Blood everything, and um, right. I really don't really have the time to really catch onto the series because it's very time consuming. <laughs> you know, yeah, but but, yeah. Uh, but you know, I I, I was into to, to several episodes here and there, and I kind of got the essence of the story, and it was a big show. How was it you you know? How was your experience being a part of that cast? It was a wonderful experience. Uh, the True Blood cast and crew is as it's very familial, and it's a you just feel so at home, and and it's it's, it's a wonderful family to be a part of, and, and an incredibly iconic show to be a part of. So I was just happy and honored to be able to take part in it, and you know. My most of my work on the show was when Alan Ball was was still the showrunner. Obviously, it was his creation in the first place, and he's always he stayed on in some capacity since. But um, you know, he stepped down as showrunner after season five, and I just felt so lucky to be able to get to work with him the way I got to. In fact, he wrote and you know was on set for for my final episode, and it was just it was so wonderful. It was it was a great experience. I'll never forget it. Okay, and you know, I guess this kind of shows um, it's starting to show a trend on you that you know you can play several characters, which is good, um, obviously. And this is probably way different of the the movie that we were just talking about. How was how was your character in, in True Blood, and how did you go about portraying her? At was there any point in in that whole in that period, you know, where you were uh, playing Ma Maurela? that you kind of just felt you felt yourself being her on your day-to-day basis, even when you weren't on set? <laughs> well, <laughs> luckily, luckily for everyone around me, I never never had that sort of identity crisis in my real life. <laughs> that would have been really funny, though. Um, it was wonderful, you know, bringing Morella to life. I, Chris Bauer, who plays Andy Belfour, um, on the show, he helped me a lot. Most of my scenes were with him, and my very first scene was with him when I we met in the forest at that time, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah, he told me sort of how the writers create what they do it on the show, and that it's a very Darwinian process, and how they they write for each character, and that it, and what I mean by that is what you do as an actor on set one day determines 
how they're going to write about you the next day. So it's, it just sort of builds on itself. And, and so we talked a lot about Morella and sort of making her more of like a, a creature. And, mm-hmm. and then I did a lot of things that sort of demonstrated that in that first scene, um, like, you know, mm-hmm. kissing him with my eyes open. It's like kind of creepy, just subtle, creepy things. Um, mm-hmm. And and the writers loved it, and, and they, they ran with it. And I, I feel like, um, you know, she she and I are very similar in a lot of ways. I mean, obviously, she's a pretty fantastical character and can read people's minds and shoot balls of light out of her hand. But, um, you know, maybe we all can do those things. <laughs> we just haven't developed it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun nonetheless. And it was wonderful, yeah. Now, to, to mention one of your other big titles, um, Blocks of Black Swan, magnificent film. I mean, just when when I first had just had seen, like, the headline Black Swan and then Natalie Portman, and I was, oh, my God, you know, and then I seen the trailer, and, you know, it was a process of excitement for this film. And then when you finally see it in theaters and then her winning the Oscar, you know, it's, it's, it, this, this is a great picture. And to you, mm-hmm. for you being a part of this is a great achievement, um, of course. Tell us of, of, of your role in this film and, um, I mean, and just how excited you were to be part of this cast and crew. Oh, I was so incredibly excited. And it was a pretty, it was a sort of a drawn-out audition process. The mm-hmm. actual auditioning was pretty quick. It was like two days back-to-back. Um, and then there was a lot of waiting I, you know, I had to put myself on tape, dancing, and I ended up uh, kind of jumping back into dancing on point way too uh, um, passionately, I guess. And I bruised one of my toenails really badly and had to have it removed. And it was a whole long process. But um, And then I was waiting to hear, and I just kept going to dance class every day because I thought, you know, if I, I hadn't really been in the dance studio every single day for you know, at least mm-hmm. eight, year, eight years or so. So I thought, well, worst case, if I don't get it, and I'll be in really great shape. If I do get it, you know, then I won't uh, be too stressed out. I'll, I'll know that I've prepared as much as I can before the actual training starts and pre-production. So um, I got it, obviously, and I was very happy that I'd been in class every day, and it was worth all the pain of losing my toenail. And I actually, I saved the toenail that they removed, and... Um, gave it to Darren Aronofsky as a rat present. So I think he, I think he enjoyed that. <laughs> with, with, a, with a card, you know, I told him the whole story because he didn't know that this had happened in the audition process. And I, yeah. you know, explained everything. Because it was, our, it was like six, I don't know, not six months, maybe five months later. So, you know, I explained the whole situation and I think he'll remember that forever. <laughs> that is a very clever thing to do. I, I, I don't know if I would have brought myself to do that, but that's very funny. Um, you know, you know, like we mentioned, this this is a great picture, and being, I guess, so you were you were obviously a ballerina in in, in the film, you know, every day going, you know, on for rehearsals and 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 whatnot, whatnot. How how was it working around the atmosphere of a person such as Natalie Portman? Oh, she's super nice and she's, you know, really, really hard worker and the whole the whole set and everyone on it was so inspiring. You know, Darren just really sort of 
he enforces sort of a very hardworking atmosphere, and he he brings even if you know Black Swan it wasn't a massive budget, but it was a pretty big budget, and mm-hmm. even though it was, he still brings this sort of like independent film spirit to everything he does, and this almost like life during a wartime, like everyone has to be so focused, and so that was really inspiring, and you know Natalie is very good at doing that also, and. Um, it was it was wonderful. It was a lot of hard work. It was you know the dead of winter in New York, and mm-hmm. uh, we were all really skinny and you know just really <laughs> difficult <laughs> surviving on hard boiled eggs and you know smoked salmon and and shivering. <laughs> but but it definitely was worth it in the end because it was a beautiful film. It did so well, and Natalie won the Oscar, and you know it was such a an honor to be a part of it. Okay, perfect. So, because you know, we we've kind of spoken about what um, these last minutes, you know, pretty much what you, your process and the big names that you're known for right now. So let's talk about more independent. Do you have, are you um, working on anything right now that you'd like to mention? There's a few films that are are finished. They're going to be coming out um, that I will mention. One I, I can't wait to see. I haven't seen any rough cut of it yet, but I, I know they're almost done with it. It's called Miss India America, and it's a comedy, <laughs> and it's going to be great. It's a directorial debut by Ravi Kapoor. I don't know if you know who that is. He's a really great actor. Um, so that was wonderful to work with him and to be a part of that film. Another film called Near Miss, the Oscar Night Story, which is sort of an unconventional documentary-style film where I play myself, but it's like a heightened version. And it's written mm-hmm. by uh, this, this playwright out of Chicago who's I think very witty and very, uh, very clever writer. So I feel like that's going to be a really interesting piece, and I can't wait for everyone to see that. And then there's an, another film called Four, like the number four, that was mm-hmm. going to be finished shortly and set in Paris in the 1920s. And um, I, you know, I haven't seen the cut yet. I've seen some stills from it, and I know they're finishing the score in Budapest, like the Budapest Orchestra. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 I, I think it's going to be very, very spectacular and, and beautiful, and, and I, can't, I can't wait to see that. And, um, and then beyond that, I'm starting a, an, another film in October uh, called Kuleana, and it actually is going to be shot in Hawaii, which is fun to be able to go back home on the island of Maui, and it takes place in the 70s, so that will be pretty cool also. Oh. That's like um, yeah. from Paris, 1990s to Hawaii in the 70s. Very. <laughs> I know. And then amidst many all that, you can do. Uh huh. Yeah. That also, amidst amidst but, all that, amidst, amidst yeah. all that, it's you know this whole last year, I've I've been revving up to launch this company, and so that sort of everything that I take on now, I have to consider you know my time and, and juggling. We're launching next month, and the company is called Color It New. It's a very, very cool fashion product that I can't wait mm-hmm. to, to share with the world. We're not releasing what it is until right before the launch, but it's, uh, I can definitely tell you that it's a, it's a fashion product for both men and women, not just women, and it's, it's mm-hmm. something that is definitely going to change people's closets forever. So I'm really excited to, to get it out there in, in the world. Well, that, that's, that's actually where I was heading um, after we we spoke about your acting talent, what's your your fashion talent? Uh, color it new. Um, mm-hmm. So it hasn't launched yet. I have I have already signed up, just so you know, because I'm very okay. curious myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh okay, 
I'll put in my email. Okay. So what you guys have to do pretty much is go to colorednews.com, uh, plug in your, your name and email, I believe, and uh, submit, ready to launch. Uh, uh, how, how would that work? Once it's launched, will we receive an email? or? Yeah, you'll get an email and basically just be the first to know that it's launched. So that's mm-hmm. the, the quickest way to, 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 be, you know, to be the first to know, basically. And then also you can follow Color It New on Facebook. It's just Color It New on everything. It's very easy. Color It New on Facebook, at Color It New on Twitter, Color It New on Instagram. And we'll have things leading up to the launch that, that are more and more. We'll, we'll reveal more and more as, as we get closer to the launch. So, so there's some pretty fun stuff in store on the social media sites too. I'm, I'm very curious, Christina. There's, there's not even a little sneak peek or snippet of, of what this uh, fashion revolution might be. <laughs> well, I think people, if they look at the social media sites, they can start putting putting some things together and trying to, you know, figuring out what it might be. But um, yeah, we're not we're not really releasing anything until about two weeks before the actual launch. So a couple more weeks, okay. it'll be out there. <laughs> okay, perfect. So September first, correct? Yeah, in September. I'm not sure exactly when we're going to you know, okay. because it's the first, it's our, it's our, our first um, manufacturing run. There's, you know, so mm-hmm. much is contingent on this manufacturing in general. So the timeline oh, as of now looks like, it looks like, I mean, I'm going for the first. I would love it to be the first, but, you know, I don't care if it's the first or the, or the 13th, you know. <laughs> it's going to be in September very soon. <laughs> as long as it falls in September 2014, perfect. So, uh, All right. you know, we're, we're reaching the end of our interview here, but if you could please mention where people can follow you on your social media sites, uh, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just um, Christina Onapau on Facebook and at Christina Onapau on Twitter. Instagram's the only one where there was a copycat, <laughs> and I had to do <laughs> at Christina underscore Onapau. So underscore Onapau is, is the, the real Christina Onapau Instagram. Oh, perfect. It doesn't feel great to have copycats, though. It's, <laughs> yeah, you, you know you've really made it when you've got someone, like, doing a fake Instagram account. I don't know I don't know who has the time for that, but somebody is getting a kick out of it. So. Oh, and, yeah, and they, they post legit pictures. Like, whoever goes through the thing might be like, oh, look, yeah, it's like her. <laughs> In her backyard. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're not that good yet, but I mean, this one has like more press pictures. I I would definitely, if it wasn't me and I was looking and trying to figure, I would definitely know that that wasn't the real person. But they uh-huh. could be more clever. I'm sure you can find sort of like behind the scenes things of me online and and post those instead. They're not yeah. even a very you know accomplished copycat. I shouldn't say that. They're probably listening and they're gonna like post some horrible things now. <laughs> to get back at me for insulting their <laughs> their homage. <laughs> no pressure, though. No pressure. So um, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, Christina and Apollo. Um And do you have a website? You just like your own personal website, or is it in not, your? Not mine. Just color it new. That's that's all. It's the only site you need to go to. <laughs> Coloritnew.com. Oh. Okay, so color it new, ladies and gentlemen. And if you'd like to follow her on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, she's already said it. If not, um, I guess just look her up or Google her. I'm sure she'll pop up. Uh, Christina, is there anything else you'd like to mention uh, before we go here? Uh, 
No, I think that's it. I'm I'm so happy to have been on your show today. Yeah, you think we've covered pretty much uh, around uh, your your career? <laughs> yeah, somewhat. It was good. It was very very thorough. <laughs> uh, perfect, perfect. Christina, once again, I'd like to thank you so much for your time. Um, you know, I wish you continued lots of success in these projects and um, color it new, of course. I'm very intrigued. Thanks. Thanks so much, Sasha. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. So there you have it, Christina Anapau. Make sure to follow her on Twitter, Christina Anapau. Uh, Facebook, same name. And Instagram, same name, just Christina underscore Anapau. And um, there you have it. Make sure to keep up with us through the com. Download our app at Google Play and BlackBerry World if you have a BlackBerry. Um, that's about it. And you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, follow me on Twitter, of course, and Instagram, Sasha Marina. Uh, like our Facebook page. We just reached our 500, first 500 likes. If you guys can like uh, pop up the step, though, with liking that page, I truly appreciate it. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, that'll be all. Thank you. Bye-bye. At Planet Fitness, you can get down with your judgment-free self. Join for only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, Planet Fitness has cardio, weights, and locker rooms that sparkle like a glass of New Year's champagne. Only $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. Now through January 15th, join in-club or online at PlanetFitness.com. Planet Fitness, the judgment-free zone. Offer expires January 15th. Stop by any of our 15 area locations. Annual membership fee applies. Participating locations only. See club for details. Charlie's Philly Steaks, now open at Ohio State, where Phillies are grilled to order and wings made to savor. Intense chef-inspired bold flavors, from mild to wild, like Nashville Hot and Dare You Try Angry Ghosts. For a limited time, try our grand opening special. Six boneless wings, Texas toast, fries, and a drink, all for $7.99. Come and find us at 18th and High Street, Charlie's Philly Steaks, always grilling fresh.